MVP, Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year. Who will be the best of the best? Today, Matt and I are predicting what players will take home these prestigious awards. So lock on in and get ready for today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother, my co-host, Matthew Ane. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. If you listen on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else that allows five-star ratings and reviews, if you could leave us one, it would really appreciate it. It goes a long way to help the podcast. And, um, you know, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little subscribe button and um, give us a like and a comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. And, guys, we have done it. Thanks to all of you amazing fans. Uh, We've reached that 1,000 subscriber mark on YouTube and We couldn't be more grateful and appreciative to every single one of you that have subscribed or shared the podcast with a friend. And if you've done both, um, thank you so much. It it truly means the world to Matt and I. And guys, on today's episode, Matt and I are doing our award prediction show. So we're going to talk about some guys that we think are going to take home some of the biggest awards here. And Matt, uh, AL MVP is up first. Yes, sir. Um, I mean... We all kind of heard my take yesterday of who I think is going to win the uh, MVP, and that's going to be Mr. Shohei Otani. I think personally the guy is either playing for one of two things, to get traded, well, not even, to pretty much get that big contract at the um, at the end of that season, whether it's with the Angels or not. So I think he's going to have a monster year. I don't need to read off his stats. I just need to say that Otani is ready to take it over. And he started with the World Baseball Classic. I think he's going to let it roll right in to the MLB season and just take off. So the MVP should be Shohei Otani. Yeah, Matt, that's a super safe bet, brother. And uh, I have a very hard time arguing with you on that one because I think uh, Shohei Otani has a great shot at winning that MVP. He pitches like a beast. He hits like a beast. And that team is reloaded with Rodon, uh, Rendon looking great, Trout looking great. Renfro has been hitting bombs all spring training long. He's got the cast around him to do it now. And I think he possibly takes home, like you said yesterday, the AL MVP and uh, Cy Young, which is a great possibility. But I do have one guy that I think is going to give him a run for his money, and that's my uh, AL MVP award winner prediction. With Mr. Aaron Judge, we all know what Aaron Judge did last year. You know, uh, broke that Yankees single season record for home runs with 62. And uh, the world is his oyster, you know, and we're just living in uh, Aaron Judge's world, man. And the guy, you know, uh, even chipped in 16 steals last year. So he's almost that full five category guy, you know, with the bigger bases this year. Who knows? Maybe he even gets himself up to 20. That is a little bit bold. But, you know, I do like Aaron Judge as my pick for, you know, that he would be the back to back AL MVP award winner. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's possible. I think that, you know, Aaron Judge is just great, don't get me wrong, but to do repeat is just 
you know, statistically hard in my opinion. Yeah, so it's true. It's that true. is that is why I'm rolling with Mr. Shohei Otani. But let's move on. Let's talk about the NL MVP. And that I think is going to be Mr. Juan Soto. I think somebody that honestly deserves it because my my man was literally trapped on probably in probably the worst situation in baseball. And honestly, if not like terrible B team in the MLB, like the terrible B team, because the Nationals were just atrocious. And now that he's with the Padres, I feel like he's going to come in refreshed and hit that ball out the park and just go nuts and be, be Juan Soto and do Juan Soto things. And quite honestly, I think he's ready to do it. What he showed off in the World Baseball Classics and what he did in his short little stint in spring training. In spring training at 14 at-bats, two runs, eight hits, three doubles, a home run, seven ribbies, one stolen base, one walk to three strikes and batted 571 with a 1.600 OPS. My guy is ready. He's refreshed and he's ready to get that MVP. So let's go Juan Soto. Yeah, I think Juan Soto has something to prove this year. I think he wants to show everybody that he's still one of the best players in the MLB, which I know Matt and I firmly believe that he is. And the big news is that he's going to be starting on opening day. They officially announced, the Padres came out officially announced that today. He's over that oblique issue. I would say keep an eye on it moving forward just to be sure. But you know what? I don't think the Padres would risk it with, uh, you know, their young superstar who they, you know, gave all this money to. And I think Juan Soto is just going to, you know, have that monster year, like I said, something to prove. And he should get back to that over 300 batting average with a lot of power, great runs in RBIs, and he even chips in a few steals as well. So Juan Soto definitely has that potential to be the NL MVP. But let's move along. Let's uh, give him uh, my pick here for NL MVP, and that's going to be the polar bear, Pete Alonzo. Now, I think Pete Alonzo also kind of has something to prove, you know, coming into this year. All the talk in New York last year was about um, Aaron Judge. And I think the polar bear says, you know what? Don't forget about me and the Mets. Uh, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to do my thing. So if you weren't paying attention, last year, Pete Alonzo, as a 27-year-old, uh, he came out and he, he uh, said, you know what? I am played 160 games, 597 at-bats, 95 runs. 40 bombs, 131 RBIs. He also stole five bases and hit 271. Uh, you know, uh, Pete Alonso, if you didn't even realize it, he's a career 260 batting average guy. I think his his plate discipline has been getting better over the last few years, and I think he could possibly step that batting average up. Maybe hits 275, 280, and I think he'll get there. I think, uh, you know, that will put him over the top for, you know, NL MVP. I think the bombs come back up. I think he, he has the upside of hitting 50 bombs in that Mets lineup. Uh, once again, the you know the polar bear is going to come out here and make some noise as far as the uh, the NL MVP race goes. You know, every time I hear polar bear, I think I just need to put a Coca Cola in his hand. But <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like. I don't know how they haven't uh, Coke needs to give him a sponsorship. If they did that, like him as like a polar bear and you know him holding the Coke, I love that, Matt. That's you know, actually great. You know, PC Coca Cola and uh, Pete Alonso's agent. Um, I get a piece of that. <laughs> uh, you know, you'll hear me say PC. That's just me saying, yo, let me get a piece. Um, but yeah, anyway, I mean, I think yeah, if you're from New York, you've probably heard the term PC. If you're not, you know, uh, that's yeah. what it is. And, and we're not trying to say politically correct. Anyway, um, let's let me, let me talk about the polar bear himself. 
I think Alonzo has a shot. I mean, if he can even have somewhat of a trajectory of what Judge did, obviously not hit 62 home runs, but, you know, do that 54 home run season, along with the Mets being as good as they're going to be this year, as long as they could all stay healthy, I don't see how he doesn't really make a push for it. And the only thing is, is I just don't foresee him beating out my boy Juan Soto. But other than that, Alonzo could be that guy. Anything can happen this year, and I'm excited to see it with this 2023 season. And before we talk about who's going to be the AL Cy Young winner, we need to talk about some great people here. Here at Locked On, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on some action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get... A no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can wager on everything from money line, point, uh, point spread, and which team is going to be cutting down that net. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine bets to your chance for a bigger payout in the same game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right, guys. So I promised you a Cy Young winner, and I think we got a good one here. Um, It's going to be for the AL, Mr. Christian Javier. All right. The reason why I'm not going with my bold take is the likelihood and I need to be, uh, you know, reasonable about this. And I think Christian Javier is going to have that season. I mean, he showed it off last year and he threw a no, no in the World Series. A no, no in the World Series. The likelihood of doing that is slim to none chances. And I think that the likelihood of getting to Cy Young is slim to none chances for any pitcher out there. So he's already defied some odds, and I think he can defy it all year long, and I think he can be a top-end pitcher. I love Christian Javier. I think that he's going to be the AL Cy Young winner. Let's go. Yeah, so, you know, Christian Javier did combine with, uh, I believe it was Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Presley to throw that no-hitter, you know, that combined no-hitter in the World Series. And if you guys listened at all last year, you know Christian Javier is my is my dog, as we say out here in New York. Uh, I fell in love with him. I, I told you everybody to pick him up when he first got pushed into the rotation. And as Matt said, you know, last year they kind of gave him that shot, 148 innings, 194 Ks, 254 ERA, and that 094 whip. I think if Christian Javier gets up to 180 innings this year, you're going to see 200-plus Ks. You're going to see that nice stellar whip. I think he, he has the upside of winning 17, 18 games. And, you know, that's going to be enough to get that, you know, that AL Cy Young done, in my opinion. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, seeing what Christian Javier brings to the table this year. And I would definitely go out. There. I'm not a betting man, but I think I'd go out there and put some money on Christian Javier to take down that AL Cy Young. But next up, we got another one of my boys. Uh, you know, once again, if you listened to that all last year, somebody I was raving about nonstop, and that is Spencer Strider. And Spencer Strider actually did break the record for most strikeouts in a game by an Atlanta Braves starting pitcher. I believe it was 16 strikeouts. I watched that whole game, and the kids got electric stuff. Uh, you know, he he even looked great in spring training. In spring training, uh, Spencer Strider had um, 
four starts, two wins, one loss, a 1.69 ERA, 16 innings pitched, 21 Ks. He only walked four, and that whip was a 1.12. So I think Spencer Strider, once again, like Javier, is going to move up in that innings count. I think uh, Strider can get up to maybe 180 innings as well this year. I could see 250 plus Ks from him in 180 innings, maybe even more. And, you know, he has very good control with that 09 whip last year, 267 ERA. Maybe that ERA comes up to a little bit to a lows threes or a high two. I think the whip stays the same because the control is pretty much pinpoint with Strider. He knows, he knows exactly where he's putting that 100 mile an hour fastball. So I love Spencer Strider as my NL Cy Young award winner. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Strider winning it and taking that step forward, but I think. He probably was getting real close last year until that injury happened, and that's where I get a little worried about him. Yeah. Is can he handle the workload? And also, to the the Definitely. negative regression that we can possibly see from Spencer Strider just going into his sophomore year, we may see a sophomore slump. Even though I don't foresee it, I think that something is going to come al- come along that's going to hold him back. Unlike the person I think is going to win the NL Cy Young, and that's Mister Aaron Aaron Nola. I think that Nola is just. One, super motivated to prove everybody wrong. And two, has not come to a contract with with the with the Philadelphia Phillies. I feel that he is going to be motivated to either to get paid by either the Phillies or another team and go to a contender at the trade deadline. So I feel like Nola is going to push as hard as he humanly possibly can and just, you know, use the use the the dark force and become the Sith this year and just, you know go full ham on this on this league and just take everybody down because Nola has it in him. The guy threw 230 strikes last year in 205 innings. I don't foresee how he ha- doesn't, and I think he's going to have everything at, the, at his fingertips to try and get paid. So let's go Aaron Nola. I, I love Aaron Nola as well, and I think um, if he can get back to like a similar, even though he was great last year, if he can put up another season similar to 2018, where he had a uh, Nola had the 2370 RA, 212 innings, 224 strikeouts, and that 097 whip, he actually came in third place for the Cy Young Award that year. He came in fourth place last year. So, you know, as Matt said, that contract year, he's got something to prove to everybody. I think he actually comes out there and he um, crushes it this year and he has a monster year. But let's move on to some Rookie of the Year picks. And um, I got my boy coming up here, and it's uh, Corbin Carroll. I think uh, Corbin Carroll is just, you know, uh, there's so many things to love about Corbin Carroll. He has the best sprint speed in all of MLB, you know, last year. And he's just been on a monster tear this spring training. So uh, Corbin Carroll so far in spring spring training total because we got opening day tomorrow, guys. Um, You know, today as you're listening to this, actually. Corbin Carroll in spring training, he played 17 games. He had 46 at-bats. He had 14 runs, 17 hits, six doubles, three triples, no homers, unfortunately, but he had seven RBIs. He had five steals. And guess, this is my favorite part of that stat line, 11 walks, eight strikeouts. Uh, The kid's plate discipline. For a 22-year-old to have that kind of plate discipline, I mean, I, I foresee this kid, you know, coming close to leading the league in steals, if not leading the league in steals. He also hit 370 over the course of spring training. So the batting average is going to be there. The only thing that might be a little suspect is the power, but I still think he has 15 to 20 homer upside. So, you know, if the Diamondbacks are good this year and Corbin Carroll gets, you know, 85 runs with, you know, like I said, the bomb total already, maybe he gets like 65, 70 RBIs. I think he has upside to steal 40 bags and hit 300. 
I think he could take that NL Rookie of the Year award home. I mean, I could see it happen. I mean, Corbin Carroll is outright the fastest person in the MLB now. Um, I also see where Corbin Carroll can can perform in an opportunity where the Diamondbacks are desperate for any kind of, you know, plus in their lineups to get fans in the stand. So they're probably going to give him the green light all day. But I just don't know if that power is real. And if that power is not real, then we have a problem. And that's where I see he's going to be taken down by my guy, Mr. Jordan Walker. And this is a guy that can honestly break out and have a Julio-esque kind of rookie year and just really take it down. And Jordan Walker has been showing it through spring training. This spring training has just been absolutely magical for the kid. In 65 at-bats, he has 10 runs, 18 hits, 5 doubles, 3 home runs, 9 ribbies, 2 stolen bases, 2 walks to 15 strikeouts, batting 277 with an OPS of 791. He was absolutely murdering it until he hurt hurt his shoulder, and I strongly feel that he's going to get back up on that horse and start mashing again. All starting tomorrow with the first opening day, and I think he's going to get that rookie of the year. Jordan Walker is an absolute stud with that, like, 30-40, 30-40, I mean, the 40-30 upside, I think he can be an absolute compliment and just go off. Maybe not this year, but he could definitely win that rookie of the year and be a future stud and a future top 10 pick in the years to come. Yeah, I think Jordan Walker definitely has the potential to win that rookie of the year. Uh, just, I think Corbin Carroll and him are going to be going at it all year long, and it's going to be a fun race to see. The thing is, is that Walker's just making me a little bit nervous with that shoulder injury because he really cooled off from that hot start with spring training after that shoulder injury came up. He, you know, and I don't like the strikeout to walk ratio. You know, fifteen strikeouts to two walks is you know poor poor plate discipline there for him. But he does have that power upside. I think he could hit you. You know, this year I could see twenty five to thirty bombs, steals maybe like fifteen. You know, uh, should be counting stats should be fantastic in that you know Cardinals lineup. As for batting average, we'll see. You know, I, I still think maybe he sits in the 270, 275 range. But, hey, that's going to be more than enough to put him in that contention for, uh, you know, that NL Rookie of the Year award race. But, guys, you need to get ready for the baseball season with Locked On MLB's Ultimate Six-Episode Season Preview. Our local and national experts give in-depth analysis of every team and division in a way that only Locked On can provide. Find all six episodes on Locked On MLB's YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts. So, guys, make sure you get ready for the season with Locked On MLB. So, guys, we're going to keep it pushing here, and let's talk about that AL Rookie of the Year award winner. And Matt and I have the same guy here, and it's our hometown boy, Anthony Volpe. Now, Anthony Volpe just came out and – he told Oswald Peraza, you're heading back down to the minors and I'm taking that shortstop gig because he just started off spring training on fire and did not look back at all. So Anthony Volpe, this spring training, played 18 games. He had 53 at-bats, 13 runs, 16 hits, six doubles, a triple, three homers, five RBIs, five steals, nine walks to 15 strikeouts. You love that. And he hit 302. So, you know, in the minors last year, Volpe was just on a, another world with uh, 50, 50 uh, stolen bases. He had 21 bombs, 86 runs, 65 RBIs. The batting average was a little bit low at 249, but the rest of those stats surely do make up for it. And, you know, um, 
He is going to be batting ninth in that Yankees lineup. But guess what? Uh, that top of the lineup is going to be driving him in with LeMahieu, with Judge, with Rizzo, and Stanton. So if Volpe gets his, gets his butt on base, he's stealing second, and then he's being driven in by some of the best hitters in all of baseball. I think right now you go and you take your uh, any extra money that you want to lay down bets on, take it, put it down on Anthony Volpe to win AL Rookie of the Year because I think that's a safe bet. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, to be completely honest, you know, a guy stealing like that and it's just going to be like – me thinking of Trey Turner, like when Trey Turner was getting that call, oh my God, this guy had the upside of just stealing everything. Like he might get the nickname of Mr. Stia girl. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I'm i going to have to come up with something for him because once he starts stealing bags, I got to watch my pockets, everything. Cause I mean, he's just going to be the captain pit pocket, you know, Volpe's going to be great this year. He's definitely going to be deserving of, of the um, AL rookie of the year. I can't really think of anybody that even comes close to him, and I'm not trying to be a homer. But anyway, real, real quick, real quick, let's let's not you know um, you know disrespect Gunnar Henderson because Gunnar Henderson is uh. going to put up a fight. Uh, Gunnar, Hen- I, I do like Gunnar Henderson a lot, but I just don't think he has the upside or potential that Volpe does. That Yankees lineup is way better than o- that Orioles lineup. But uh, that's the all respect due to Gunnar Henderson because they're they're gonna go they're gonna fight for it this year. Plus, his spring has not been hot, so that's the other yeah, that, thing. That's, that that's of, a big thing. That's a yeah, big thing. Because this would be a different conversation if if it was the other way around. So let's move on here. We're gonna talk about our hail break comeback player of the my year. boy. Yes, My boy, no. talk about him every day. He needs to be in the podcast every single day. It's Anthony Rendon, but Matt, take it away. Take yeah. It away. So, like Dom, here's what we're gonna do: when Anthony Rendon tires retires this year or next year, whenever he does, we're gonna get a third camera thrown in, and he's gonna be on this podcast, and we're yeah, still gonna be saying Anthony he's gonna Rendon, be bouncing back. <laughs> you're you're invited. Anthony Rendon's invited to be on this podcast whenever he wants. So we yes. we will make the time whenever whenever he's free. Somebody, if you know Anthony Rendon, message him and tell him that we want him on the podcast. Yes, sir. So I mean, let, let's just you know have our one last quick take on Anthony Rendon before the season starts okay. tomorrow, and when you're listening it today. Um, so let's just get there. Rendon is just going to have a healthy season this year. Again, another one of those scenarios where the incentive is to keep Otani. The incentive is to prove himself prove that he is worthy of the contract that he got. And they want to win a World Series and bring Mike Trout a World Series ring. So you got to keep a lot of people. Right. And you got to keep a lot of people happy. Otherwise, you're going to be out on your butt. But so Anthony Rendon has a lot to play with this play for this year. So Rendon is going to bounce back. And Rendon is going to come in hot. Yeah, guys, Anthony, I was watching Anthony Rendon in his last spring training game, and I saw him rip a double right between the you know the outfielders, and it was absolutely beautiful to watch. So Anthony Rendon finished spring training playing 14 games, 34 at-bats, 8 runs, 17 hits, 4 doubles, 2 homers, 8 RBIs. He walked 5 times, and he only struck out 5 times, and he hit a delicious 500. Uh, I, I don't know what else there is more to say. Maybe just one thing that I haven't mentioned about Rendon is that he's a professional hitter. Uh, his career batting average is 285. So he knows how to spray the ball. Now that the shift is banned, he could put the ball where the fielders aren't. And I think he easily hits 300. The power upside's there. Uh, that great lineup that we've been raving about in, uh, you know, with the, the Angels, the runs in RBI should be fantastic for Rendon. And he's, Finally, looking healthy after you know a couple disappointing years with the injuries, 
But let's move on to our last guy here, and uh, it's another one of my boys. This, I feel like this should have been uh, the My Boys episode or the Boys episode. And uh, it's Chris Bryant. I think Chris Bryant wins uh, NL comeback of the you know comeback player of the year. Another guy that has you know had a, a very very good spring training. Chris Bryant, uh, thirty. Uh, He's 31 years old. He played 15 games in the spring training, 37 at-bats, eight runs, 11 hits, two doubles, four homers, eight RBIs, uh, six walks to 10 strikeouts. You love that. And he hit 297. Now KB dealt with some injuries last year that are kind not really – doesn't make him a flanges guy, which we say on the podcast if you're not familiar. Just means that he's injury prone. You know, uh, Matt came up with it. Fans love it, so we keep it going. And he had, it's, it, he had plantar fascia and a little bit of a back issue. And that can happen to anybody. Sometimes my back starts to hurt me when I'm walking up the stairs at work. And, you know, if you're playing baseball every day, you, you cut them a little bit of slack, you know, and that plantar fascia in the feet is it, it's stuff that can all be dealt with pretty easily. It's not a, a soft tissue issue or anything like that. And we all know uh, Chris Bryant's history, you know, um, he has got great power, I think, which only gets better in course. He got that 30-plus uh, home run upside. He's a career 279 hitter. I think he could hit closer to 300. I, I would say it like this. I could see him having a Nolan Arenado-esque season there in cores, just like Nolan used to do every single year. So I think Chris Bryant is a safe bet if you get a good um, you know, uh, money line on Chris Bryant for NL Comeback Player of the Year. Definitely throw a couple dollars at his way. Yes, sir. I mean, to be honest, this episode should just be called FanDuel and Weird a Bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It is brought to you by FanDuel, so use FanDuel, guys. But, um, you know, I I mean, you you pretty much took every word I've humanly had to say about Chris Bryant. He's so... sorry. (laughs) It's all good. We know how much you love him. Uh, That's my boy. All I could say is Dom's 100% right, and he's such a value in this year. uh, This year, so, like... I can't really say stay away because he's uh, so good. But we have one last thing that we're adding on at the end here. And that is going to be, who do you think is going to finish as the number one fantasy player this year? Rank numero uno, the best of the best. And my pick is none other than Mr. Ronald Acuna. I think Acuna is going to bounce back fully. My guy is just outrageous. He was dealing with that torn ACL after having one of the hottest starts I've seen from him, period. Before he got hurt, it was just outrageous, right? In 297 at-bats, he already had 72 runs. That's only 82 games. That's like two games over half the season, okay? He had 19 doubles, a triple, and 24 home runs halfway through the season. He had 52 RBIs, 17 stolen bases, and he had 49 walks to 85 strikeouts and was batting 283 with an OPS of 990. Okay. If he even goes on a, on like three quarters of that pace, he is going to be the number one fantasy player, hands down. That 40 40 season, I think, was in reach because, I mean, again, he was already at 24 home runs. And he already had 17 stolen bases with half a season to go. There's no way he wasn't doing 40-40. And if he does 40-40 this year, and it may be like if he takes that trajectory, 50-40, by God, he he may, he may go off. I mean, that's a little out extreme. But Ronald Acuna has it in him to do the 40-40. He was on pace for it last year, uh, 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 two years ago now. And I think he can do it again. 
he can be the number one fantasy player. That's Ronald Acuna. Yeah, Ronald Acuna. You, 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 Chris Bryant and me there in the sense of that. You, anything that I had to say, you already said. Just I'm going to throw out there. He's a five tool guy. You know, it's, I, he's a career two seventy seven hitter. I won't worry about that batting average. Got the pop. Got the team around him. Got the speed. Ronald Acuna is a safe bet to be the number one overall fantasy player this year. And my, mine is easy. I'm just sticking with my boy. I'm sticking with Aaron Judge. I think Aaron Judge, uh, until he is knocked off that uh, top peak, I think you just, you know, you you ride with Aaron Judge. Uh, you know, you know the numbers already. I, I spoke about him at the top of the episode. Uh, got his, I got his jersey on today. So, I mean, I, I got to go with my, my hometown guy. I got to say Aaron Judge. Pretty much a five-tool guy, you know, with the 16 steals last year. So he's even chipping in the steals category now. And not much else I could say about the dude. Just uh, let's go, Yankees. I'm excited for opening day tomorrow or today as you guys are listening to this. And, uh, you know, go out. Enjoy your opening day. You know, uh, hopefully some of you were able to get off work. Unfortunately, I wasn't. So sit home, you know, crack a beer if you drink or have a soda, whatever you enjoy, whatever you indulge in. Have it with you. Watch your favorite team play. And we can get to root for some real baseball, some real fantasy stats. And then you could talk trash to your your friends and your league mates. Say, I listened to Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and they helped me out. They helped me get this team. And, uh, guys, you know, so that's all for us today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you haven't already. Our website has a little bit about us. You get um, access to all of our episodes on there. And Matt and I hope to be writing some articles soon on there. You also, during the season, we'll have our waiver wires. We'll have streaming pictures. We'll have a lot of fun stuff on that website. And thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. And why don't you go make Locked On Astros your second listen each and every day? We were on that podcast. Those guys are absolutely great over there. They want a great show. They've been with the Locked On for years and years. So they've got the, you know, they've got this podcasting thing down to a T. There's so many um, fantasy players on the Astros that are absolutely great. So make sure you give them uh, your second listen each and every day. And guess what, guys? Tomorrow we will be back with an opening day recap. We're going to be talking about all the good, the bad, the ugly, the fun, the amazing thing. Baseball is back, guys. But until tomorrow, see you. Peace.